Welcome to Divine Throughline. I'm Ma Ananda Srimati, sometimes known as Julie Pyatt, and I'm here to share with you a healing technique to help you connect with your inner source and amplify your own energy field. On episode 20, I welcomed my friend Mishka Shabali, and we uh, discovered that he had identified Uh, an entity attachment that was located in his spine. And I convinced him to allow me to do a sort of psychic surgery healing technique that I've been practicing for many, many, many years. And the good news is that Mishka uh, went ahead and bravely went into this practice with me. Um, I guess the bad news is is that uh, we felt it uh, not in alignment to actually air this uh, healing session on on the on the show. <laughs> so I'm sorry for uh, some of you that were looking forward to that process. And I was meditating on how I could offer something that would be of value. Um, I'm I I will go kind of go through some of the mechanics of it and explain it to you. And then I think we're going to enter into building our light body and amplifying our field before we enter into uh, such an advanced technique. Uh, that uh, may be practiced in places all over the world that I couldn't actually be um, offering uh, appropriate assistance with. So um, let's just talk a little bit about, you know, it's really, really unique because Mishka is a self-proclaimed atheist. Um, He doesn't believe in past life. And, uh, you know, we have found uh, love for each other through, you know, different parts of our artistic expression. And I think the fact that we're both very honest and very kind of forthright about our own experience of life, and we both share a deep love of rich role. Maybe that is the key. Maybe that's why we love each other so much. (laughs) But anyway, I found it really super fascinating and inspiring when I was reading Mishka's book. And at the end of the book, he described alcoholism as an actual entity, as a scorpion-like attachment that had entered into his body and was attached to his spine. Well, that was in alignment with work that I've been doing for many, many years in understanding that uh, people have a lot of energies and memories and thought forms and uh, actual entities uh, that are living with them, connected to them in different layers of their consciousness and their psyche. And oftentimes, these kind of energies can manifest in addictions or imbalances or physical disease or emotional trauma. And so a lot of what my spiritual work has been focused on throughout my life has been coming into my own self-sovereign connection with source and also um, exploring some of these uh, past life experiences for a time. I did that extensively. And actually the purpose of those regression sessions, if you if you will, was to locate the trauma and then release it from my system. And in the beginning years of doing this, I was very skeptical and I didn't really 
know if it was really working. And even if I had a vision in a session, I was a little shaky on my own legs. And, you know, I have a very strong mind and a very skeptical mind as well. And uh, I don't know, sometimes I just thought, oh, I don't even know if I really believe that. But after uh, many years of, of, of being a spiritual seeker and being on the path and doing these kind of processes, I kept meeting the technique in a more expanded way with different teachers and different formats and different perspectives. And I even had the experience after many, many years of having other people tell me the exact experience uh, that I knew about, but had kept kept private. And when I met these people, they had had a memory and they felt compelled to call me and tell me about it. So I had my experience corroborated or you know held up by other people's perspectives that had no way of knowing that you know this was a memory or an event or a timeline that I had knowledge of. So I've been given a lot of um, proof and a lot of experience in my life, which makes me know uh, without a doubt that we do live multiple lives. Uh, so you can bet that I found this to be very amusing that Mishka described this entity being that he's, you know, doesn't believe in God and doesn't think that we live multiple lifetimes. So, um, but let's just say like, let's just explore the mechanics of this, um, of this condition in a very uh, kind of clinical way, or just sort of like a how-to way of how it would work. And what you would need to do um, to start um, accessing uh, a kind of clearing or healing of any energy that you think is not yours. Um, first and foremost, we we have to understand and learn how to build our own light body. And I've tried to sort of begin the beginning steps of that. Um, and you guys hear me whenever I start a session, I say uh, this opening, something like, we open the field in sacred service to the law of one. North, south, east, west, earth, sky, heart, and space, we ask, command, and intend for the highest exchange according to the will of God. We are God, we are sovereign, and we are free beings. Okay, so why do I do that? I do that because when I enter into healing or into a transmission, I'm creating a container energetically and I'm setting the boundaries. I'm also claiming my sovereign right to connect directly to source. And the mantra, God Sovereign Free, is a mantra that I was taught by one of my teachers and one of my mentors and friends along the way. And this is um, an action that completely uh, sets up the boundary and scans for any intrusions, for any energy that might be wanting to interfere. So... If we want to start opening up parts of ourselves and taking out uh, energies, or uh, let's call them uh, imbalanced energies, we want to make sure that our own energy field is very, very intact. And this happens through a process of doing this repeatedly. Um, You build a sort of frequency, or you get yourself on a radio, uh, like a radio wave where you're, um, you're in a frequency of, uh, of being aligned and you become a very strong and very powerful in your own energy field. So I would say that that's the, really the first step. Um, after that, um, if you were to know that there was an energy inside of you or feel or, uh, come into contact with some 
any kind of energy that you would like to release and would like to let go and you're ready to move on from that. Um, it's the identification of it in very specific terms that allows it to be identified. And once it is identified, uh, you can project light onto that, light along with exercising your free will. This is a free will universe, and you have the right to your own energy field. No other energy has the right to exist within your field or bodies um, unless you give them permission. Um, this is one of the reasons why I'm not an advocate of channeling. Um, maybe sometimes I use that term and maybe I should clarify it. Uh, if I am channeling, <clears throat> if I am channeling, it is my higher directive. Uh, I'm not getting out of the way and allowing some foreign body or energy to come in and speak through me. No. I am connecting with myself throughout all timelines, all dimensions, and all realities. So I am drawing all of my energy to me, um, understanding that I exist in many forms in many different places. So I hope that clarifies that one little thing for you. Um, the other uh, the other element uh, is that uh, we did sort of the pain chasing technique a few episodes back, um, and that that process is sort of linked to this process because if you listen to the episode, you will see Brad guides me around the body as I'm chasing the pain and identifying it with different adjectives with different qualities. And then pretty soon, usually 45 minutes, it takes a while, it runs. You know, the, the pain moves from your head then to your shoulder. So if you can get the pain to move by simply watching it and calling it out, then what is pain? And even deeper, how powerful is your awareness, is your consciousness? How powerful? If you can make pain run around your body by simply identifying it and describing it, uh, that's an immense key, I think. So again, with this technique is um, it, to actually get an energy out of you, you would need to identify where it is in your body and travel, look in your inner vision and find where is it connected and pay attention to your physical body because your physical body will tell you what it's doing. You might feel um, fogginess in your brain or you might feel pain in your lower back or your right toe might start throbbing. Those are cues that that's where you direct the energy. So you can claim your divine will and your sovereignty as an emanation of God, of a godly force of, of creation of the cosmos. And you can tell that energy that it has no right to exist within you. You can uh, disconnect from the relationship that you are having from it. Um, and you can ask your higher self or your guides to please move this energy out of your field completely, fully, and totally. Um, now, this will take different varying degrees of effort. It depends on many things. It depends on, you know, how did you get it? What was the trauma? Is it linked to other trauma? Um, uh, how large is it? How, how strong is your mental setup uh, to its existence or to the pain 
of the trauma. So um, you have to sort of come about it. It's kind of like holistic healing. Like it's not just like taking a drug and then it help, you know, it could work right away. And I have had that experience actually more frequently now because of the energetics that are available to us. It's quite extraordinary. However, I'm just saying don't be discouraged if you have to visit it a few times. Now, here's the the key, the housekeeping key. You can't just take energy out of a body and then leave it and pollute someone else's field or just send it out and then it's just existing for to attach to somebody else, you know? So you have to look at it as recycling, you know, or conscious, um, how, how what do we say, like uh, trash for teaching or using something to make something beautiful. So you want to transform this energy. Once you have it removed, you need to ask your, your soul group or the beings working with you or your higher self or whoever you're connecting with to please please assist in the proper transit of this energy. Uh, Normally, you can uh, designate a south portal in your home or your land, and you can ask that these energies be be given transit through this portal. Um, They will be given a right to a higher existence. Um, uh, It's actually a healing for them as well because they've been trapped within your energy field for this time or trapped within a space of consciousness. So you're actually doing healing work for all and you can offer them transit to to ascend into a lighter vibration and be taken uh, merging with the light and and vibrating up. If that's not their choice, because it is a free will universe, then they will be escorted to their station of identity in the in the cosmos, wherever that is. So that is basically um, the kind of how to of of dealing with removing an entity, or you might call it a possession. But again, the possession is such a dramatic word. And then we have to visualize, you know, the exorcist with a head spinning around and green vomit going all over. Um, The one thing I do want to point out is there is nothing more powerful than you, than a human being who knows who they are, who knows they are a divine being. And this is not from an ego standpoint. This is simply from physics. So don't uh, don't feel that if a bean, uh, I don't see this way, but some people do. Let's see, a, let's say a bean appeared in your room, and they could, you know, walk through a wall or something like that. That does not mean that they are more developed than you are, just because you can't do that. And uh, what I have been trained to do, and what I advocate, is building your own light body. And what would happen? To me, for instance, if let's say Jesus materialized in my meditation room, the first thing I would do is amplify my light body and I would send light, as much light as I could to that being. And if it was the real, actual, magnificent presence of the Christ, then uh, that, that energy would get larger. It would welcome my responsibility of testing it, of seeing what it is. If that energy was what we call an imposter, it would dissolve. It would just vanish. And then I would know that that was another energy that had the power to take up the likeness of someone who I adored and um, you know, be sort of a trickster of, of sorts. So I hope uh, that little primer, that little kind of how-to, you find that helpful. I don't recommend doing this until you have a very healthy light body and you have a good 
understanding of energetics. So you don't want to just open up a portal into something that's very um, dense and dark without knowing how to manage that. That's all. Uh, But if you keep doing the practices and you keep meditating and you keep doing the sealing techniques, so listen when I do the episodes and I open the space and I close the space you know, it seems kind of like, oh, she already did that. Why is she doing that every time? There's a reason that I'm doing it every time. Um, And if I forget, I do it off the air. So um, it's a kind of housekeeping. It's just like brushing your teeth. Uh, It's not some big mystery. And, And I love that Mishka wrote about this attachment in his book because, you know, sometimes people think that what I do and what I, how I experience life is so, you know, out of the box. But we're all spiritual beings having a human experience. Um, and we have incredible intuition and incredible sight. And here is a guy who, you know, proclaims that he doesn't believe in God and doesn't believe in past lives. And unbeknownst to him, he just identified an identity attachment in his body. <laughs> so, you know, where is he seeing this from? If he's not intuitive, if he doesn't have these expanded uh, senses, then how is he seeing? And, you know, in the healing uh uh, session with him and me, I'm sure he won't mind that I can share that he could see things and he could see colors and he could see shapes. So, uh, what is, you know, where is that coming from? I mean, it's coming from somewhere. My experience is that human beings are extremely sensitive and we have extraordinary senses and extraordinary abilities to uh, connect with things that are expansive and that are not in a physical form. So I think this is very normal um, and not unusual, actually. So don't get caught up in, you know, like don't freak yourself out and say, oh, you know, oh, I have, you know, something living with me. It's okay. Like, it's like basically think of it like a, like your microbiome, you know, that's living inside your gut. Your gut is made up of trillions of organisms that are basically determining your cravings and they're not even you. I mean, they're more you than maybe the other parts of you are. (laughs) So don't, don't just drop any negative connotation to possession and just understand it's not a big deal. It's just not. And with knowledge and awareness, uh, you are so powerful and you are so loved and you are so supported to express yourself. So um, anyway, I hope you found that helpful. I'm going to close out this healing technique with just Uh, just the drone. I'm just going to leave the drone on and guide you into dropping into that space. So um, please prepare for meditation. Uh, Find yourself in an easy cross-leg seated position, your spine straight, your sacrum in alignment with the crown of your head. If you need to sit in a chair, that's fine, but please don't lean back against a wall or the back of the chair as we want our spine to be free to uh, receive the energy flowing uh, throughout the spinal column. So we open the field in sacred service to the law of one, north, south, east, west, earth, sky, heart, and space. We ask, command, and intend for the highest exchange according to the will of God. Beloved creation, please anchor this space as sacred in the organic living light code. We are God, we are sovereign, and we are free beings, and so it is.
And so taking your awareness into your sternum, I would like you to find a place called Ananda Gandha, which is just below the sternum. It's the zero point. If you imagined a balloon expanded and you popped it with a pin, everything would collapse to this one point of entry. It's this space of awareness just below the sternum and above the solar plexus, the zero point. Take your awareness to this place in your body and with your intention, call back all energy belonging to you in this now moment. With all of your attention and awareness, Draw the energy to this single point. We reclaim all of our energy across all dimensional realities, all timelines, all identities, and the void. We call for a return to rightful owner, all that is our energetic self. All the talents, all the awareness, all the shakti, all the experience, and all the highest vibrational awareness and teaching and wisdom that we have garnered through all of our explorations and all of our journeys and all of our travels. We call all of this energy back to us now by placing our awareness on the zero point, gently, relaxed, open, and ready to receive them. Please integrate these energies with our very beings at appropriate levels of harmonization and integration. Please monitor this process in perfect alignment with our highest directive. Understanding the power of pure awareness, observer consciousness, and witnessing this truth of integration existing in the zero point just below the sternum. Continue to relax the body and energetic field. Relax and allow and open yourself to receive the reclamation of what is your divine birthright. Allow it to return to you now Allow it to integrate and harmonize with your highest divine blueprint, the highest divine emanation of your individual expression of source. We claim our direct connection to source. We claim our organic expression as was the original intention. 
and relaxing, releasing the belly and allowing more and more energy to flood into the body to expand the energetic container. We ask that we be sealed in the light and wholeness of God, that we be connected, protected, and contained in our own individual mission and expression. We ask to exist in harmony with other life forms. We ask to embody pure neutrality, loving compassion, and total acceptance of all life. Reminding ourselves that truth does not defend, it simply is. Belief systems are not needed. No need to defend, to create separation. Instead, we dissolve into the neutrality of zero-point awareness. Neutral, loving compassion. Now allow yourself to merge into the sound of the drone and exist in the very beingness of your spirit and soul. Drink energetic sustenance from this place. Absorb expanded energetic nourishment from existing in total beingness and neutrality. Enjoy the magnetic attraction of this state of awareness. And allow yourself to drop in to deeper and deeper states of beingness, relaxation, and nourishment. And from the state of total beingness, from being in pure neutrality, we recognize we are home in the eternal living light. With great reverence, devotion, and immense gratitude for the opportunity to experience life in this way. We seal and end this session into the light and wholeness of God. We claim our God's sovereign power and birthright. We are God, we are sovereign, and we are free. And so it is.
I hope you found the healing technique useful this week. Thanks so much for joining me. And until next week, I'm sending love, blessings, grace, and beauty to you and to your loved ones. In devotion and service, namaste. I'd also like to take a moment to let everybody know about an amazing uh, workshop that's happening uh, in, and, in and around the LA area. Um, this is a pranayama workshop that is being facilitated and taught uh, with His Holiness, Swami Vidya Dishananda. Um, it's called Hansa Yogan Pranayama Workshop, and it's Himalayan breathing techniques taking place April 2nd and 3rd from 9 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Experience the saintly grace of a Himalayan monk who is a Kriya yogi and a meditation master from the combined heritage of Rishi sages and not yogis. I happen to know uh, His Holiness Swami Vidyadishananda personally. I have hosted him at my home, and I meditate with him on a regular basis uh, up in Santa Barbara with my older boys. Um, He is truly a treasure. He is uh, embodying a a true, uh, a pure lineage from the Himalayas. Uh, Sitting with him is what you might imagine it might be to sit with Yogananda actually in body. Uh, He is pure. He is powerful. He is living a monastic uh, life. And uh, the teachings are absolutely extraordinary, absolutely life-changing. Some of the things that that he's going to be covering are uh, synchronized OM chanting or Udgita, spinal yoga vinyasa energization, Parvatasana, cleansing energy channels, Nadi Shuddhi, Increasing Internal Sound, Somasara, Balancing Digestive Fire, Agni Sara, Rejuvenating Brain Alertness, Murcha, Integrating Locks with Breathwork, Banda Nyasa, and Harnessing the Vital Energy, Kundalini. If you're into yoga or if you fancy yourself a yogi of any kind, a teacher or uh, just a practitioner, um, I, I would not miss the opportunity to sit with this being and experience uh, what he has to offer. Uh, he has been a part of this lineage from the time he was a very young boy, and he has meditated in the high Himalayan caves um, over 15,000 feet uh, actually meditating uh, for months on end, uh, wearing only a, a very thin cloth uh, and existing in the, in the snow and the mountains there. So I call him a cosmic professor of uh, immeasurable proportions, and uh, I don't miss any opportunity to uh, spend time with him. So if you're interested, check that out. Uh, let's see if it says the price here. Oh, yeah. So you can register online at hansayogan2016.eventbrite.com. I'm going to spell that. H-A-N-S-A-Y-O-G-I-N-2016.eventbrite.com. And Eventbrite is 
Event and then B R I T E dot com. Uh, if you register before March 14th, there is an early bird registration of $160. After March 14th, it is $180. This is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, and they are, uh, they have the highest rating in nonprofit organizations. Everything he does is with amazing integrity, purity, and a beautiful design, beautiful aesthetic uh, of this master. So uh, I'll be there. Uh, so I hope to see you there. All right. Namaste.